everyone, Shannon here. This week's story is from Brittany. Brittany is an amazing photographer and has a very special connection to Queen Amidala herself. So without further ado, welcome to episode 60 of Lipstick and Lightsabers. Hi, my name is Brittany Barnum of That Film Girl Brit, and this is my Star Wars story. I like to joke I came out of the womb knowing Harrison Ford's name before I knew my own, although I don't think my mom is quite fond of that particular joke. But in all honesty, I can hardly remember a time not watching Star Wars with her. It's always just been there. It is one of the few films I remember her watching over and over. I absolutely loved when I was young. To the point, at least according to her, I was the one who begged to see The Phantom Menace when it hit theaters the summer of 1999. I was only five years old at the time, but it didn't take much after that. A blow-up Queen Amidala chair I lived in until I accidentally popped the back of it and consequently cried my eyes out over a handmade Padme doll that was perpetually naked for some reason, a Jar Jar Binks alarm clock always by my bedside, a Queen Amidala Halloween costume dress I slept in for years. I was obsessed. I found a hero I never knew I needed in Padme at only five years old and I've never looked back. Funny story, when my mom and I went to see Attack of the Clones a few years later, I thought Padme really did die at the beginning of the film, and I hardcore tuned out for the rest of the movie because without Padme, it just wasn't worth it to me. I still don't know why I thought Padme died, and why I disassociated with myself as much as I did at the time, but I was only eight years old. Things were muddy. It was kind of an in-between phase, but needless to say, I wasn't prepared for the utter heartbreak I felt when we saw Revenge of the Sith opening weekend at our local drive-in. It changed everything. I still have a hard time describing seeing Revenge of the Sith for the first time. It's one of my most cherished memories because I can't imagine a more perfect way to watch what I thought was the end of the Skywalker saga. It was under a sea of stars sitting on top of my mom's car looking at those stars and thinking did this really happen? a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It was at this moment in time I realized without a doubt there was nothing I wanted to do more in my life than work in film. The way my heart raced whenever Anakin and Padme were on screen together, the way it literally jumped out of my chest when they reunited at the beginning of the film. 
I've yet to find two fictional characters I love more than I love Anakin Skywalker and Padme Amidala. And it is in those two characters I found the foundation of my love of film. And I can't imagine who I'd be without film. It wasn't just Anakin and Padme, though. It was Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen, truly. When I found out Hayden Christensen had grown up not even two hours away from me, it blew my mind. As someone who grew up in small town Ontario, I couldn't imagine being in something as big as Star Wars. But there he was, as Anakin Skywalker. I've clung to that reality ever since. I thought if Hayden Christensen can be Anakin Skywalker, I can work in film. I can be behind the camera. That was powerful for me as a big dreamer from an incredibly small town. It gave me a hope I desperately needed at the time. When I say Hayden and Natalie are two of my greatest heroes, I, I don't say it lightly. With Hayden, it was a hometown pride I had rarely ever felt, but with Natalie, I found someone I admired and someone I wanted to emulate from a young age. In 2016, my grandfather was suffering from terminal lung cancer the summer I had started college. And I was the one taking care of him on my own at the time. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through, watching someone I loved so much become a shell of himself. And while I struggled to maintain a 4.0 so I could ultimately transfer to the local university, actually one of the top universities in the province, and one I worked my ass off to get accepted into, I would turn to Natalie's Harvard commencement speech whenever I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. When I thought, there's no way I can keep this up. There's no way I can persevere through watching my grandfather die before my eyes and continue on at school. When I heard of her struggles, of her crying in her professor's offices because she was struggling, I, I felt like, well, if Natalie Portman can film Star Wars and graduate from Harvard, I can do this. I can take care of my grandfather and I can get into the university I worked so hard to get into. And ultimately I did make it to that university, but not before my grandfather passed away at the end of that summer. Well, Padme Amidala was the hero I never knew I needed at five years old. 
Natalie Portman became a symbol of my own perseverance, an ideal that I never should have put on her. She is a fallible human being, but she's meant so much to me over the course of my life as Padme and as someone who's simply inspired me. It's the reason I finally decided to get my neo-American traditional tattoo of Padme Amidala on the outside of my right thigh. And it's something I have not regretted. It reminds me of one of the hardest times in my life and something I'm still struggling to survive through. I can't tell you how much Star Wars has impacted my life in the smallest of ways and these are only two of the biggest. I've cultivated some of the most meaningful friendships I have through Star Wars. My Anakitty Skywalker, my best friend for the last 15 years of my life, is a constant reminder of my love of that stupid boy. Someone I still want to throw popcorn at every single time he gets down on his on his knees in front of Palpatine. At the end of the day, Star Wars has permeated my life in such a way that I can't imagine who I'd be without it, and I don't particularly want to. And uh, yeah, so this this is my Star Wars story. Thank you so much, Alex and Shannon, for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. And I truly hope to continue to hear all of your stories. Please share them and know that I'm definitely listening and appreciating how much you love the galaxy far, far away. Because it's nice to know I'm not alone. And neither are you. Don't forget to use your voices and your platforms to help spread awareness of what's happening in the world right now. We are living through dark times and we need to be there for each other and to lift each other up and to lift the voices of those who are not being heard right now. Thank you again, Alex and Shannon for um, asking me to be a part of this. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Thanks guys, bye. You've been listening to Lipstick and Lightsabers. This week's story was from Brittany and you can find her on Twitter at Britt Barnum and her blog, thatfilmgirlbrit.squarespace.com. If you'd like to be part of the show, you can send in your Star Wars story to lipsticklightsabers1901 at gmail.com. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at lip underscore lightsabers and myself at McCarter Shannon. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.